As you probably noticed, there is a common thread in the readings today, and the theme of today's prayer. What is prayer? How to pray? <clears throat> so, in the first reading, the people of Israel are fighting a war against Amalek, which represents the evil, the enemy. And they know that the Lord is their strength, and Moses, their leader, is the one who can pray for the people because he's the one who is closest to them. And so he has to do that, but can he do that alone? Not. He's also a man. And so eventually he needs help because his arms cannot stand up and pray to the Lord all the time. So this is why he needs friends and Aaron and Hur, they understand the need of Moses and they come closer and being smart people, they figure out that if he sit, if he sits and lifts his arms, they can easily keep that arm, those arms lifted. And so Israel wins the battle. It's a very simple story, but very very profound for us. What can it teach us to us? That we, when we pray together, it's easy to stay focused longer and it's easy to win the battle against the enemy. So let us ask ourselves, do we pray together in the family? When do we do that? Do we make time in the morning or maybe in the evening to stop Pray the Lord together as a family? Do we help each other to keep our arms lifted to the Lord so to ask together for what we need most? Second point is in the second reading when St. Paul, writing to his disciple Timothy, reminds him of the importance of a sacred scripture for praying. He says, from infancy you have known the sacred scriptures, which are capable of giving you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So if you notice, all our prayers, all our devotion, the Catholic devotion, they are all grounded in the Holy Scripture. Think about, especially the Our Father, which is the prayer that Jesus himself taught us. But also the Holy Mary and the Angelus, they are just taken from the Gospel of the Annunciation, the Glory Be from Book of Revelation, and many others. And maybe there are other parts added as a devotion, but the core of every true Christian prayer is always taken from the Bible. It is always grinding in the Bible. And that has a reason, because there is an ancient say in Latin, that says, lex orandi, lex credendi. That means, what we pray, we also believe. And so to pray, it's not just about asking God for something, which is right and just, we ask God for many things. But to pray means to remember the history of our people. To be aware that God in the past freed us, and so he will free us again and again. That's why we pray. We pray to be freed. Prayer is the experience of Passover, 
is the experience of being freed from Egypt, being freed from slavery. And so this is why true prayers are always rooted in the Bible. And the highest expression of these are the Psalms. As you know, Jesus himself used to pray with the words of the Psalms. And so does the church since the very beginning. Priests, nuns, monks, lay people all over the world, they pray the breviary, the liturgy of the hours. And those are shaped around psalms. So don't forget that the more you pray, the more you strengthen your faith, and the more you see things accordingly to God's wisdom, the more you enter into this experience that God wants to free us. And finally, in the gospel, Jesus teaches us about the necessity to pray always the Father. An evil judge doesn't want to pay attention to a poor widow. But she is very insistent. A widow, especially in that time, meant someone who, without any protection, no family, no help, so she could just cry for justice. And eventually the judge gives in and accepts her pleas. So the message is clear. Don't give up your prayers. Even when you're tired, or when it seems that God is not answering, or when you're not faithful, that doesn't matter. Keep asking. Keep praying. Keep the faith. And you will see God's in God in action. You will see his desire for us to be saved. And I want to conclude with a personal experience of prayer in my life. And it happened when I was in my second year of seminary. And at the time, the rector of the seminary was a, a holy man, Father Antonio. He passed during COVID. And I remember a day we were together on a, visiting some communities in the north of Rome, in Tuscany, actually. So we, we spent all day traveling and visiting people and praying with them, doing catechesis, teaching. So we came back pretty late in the night, and we were exhausted. And he told me, I must go to the chapel and finish my breviary. I can, and I told him, but why do we need to, to pray again? I mean, we, we spent the day working for the Lord, so he, he knows that we really we did everything, so why you still need to go and pray more? And I remember perfectly his words. He said, well, if the Lord doesn't want it, all our work is in vain. I need to go and ask him to accept and bless what we did today. That was the first time that I realized but there is not just a duty, an obligation to pray. But there is a deep reason, a deep need. We need to ask the Lord to fulfill our work. Though there is a beautiful line in the Psalms. Please God, bring success to the work of my hands. We can work all our day. We can do beautiful things. <clears throat> But we need to ask him to fulfill what we did, to bring that to completion, 
to realize his will in our works. So that was the greatest gift I received from that holy man because since then it's been ex way easier to be faithful to my daily prayer. Just knowing that that was the way to just achieve what I was working for. As you know, we are in our stewardship of time and talent today. Last Sunday, we handed out this book, this booklet with all the possibility to offer part of your time and talent for the parish in some ministries. Today, in your pews, you have a card where you can sign up for something that the Spirit inspires you to, to join, something where you can really give part of your time and talent. As always, after the homily, we will have five minutes. You can pray the Spirit, mark the card, your name, and the ushers, they will help, and we will collect those cards. And someone from the parish, from those ministries, will call you back to start a new journey to help you to offer part of that time and talent. Again, this is not another thing from prayer. Prayer means to do God's will, to understand God's will for us. So pray, and if he calls you to serve in something, be joyful in answering and generous. <laughs>